You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. Well, good morning. It is July 26th. It's a Tuesday. It is beautiful outside, although there is a heat warning in effect. In fact, yesterday it was 33.7 degrees here in Whistler, and today we're due a high to be yet even higher than that. So FYI, it's going to be toasty. There wasn't a cloud in the sky yesterday. Same again this morning, a beautiful sunrise. In fact, really warm temperatures already for 14 degrees at around Symphony and the top of 7th as well this morning and in the village already 14 as well and over the next few days as well coming into dawn which is at 5.33 right now uh, temperatures are going to be like 17 degrees last night when I finished work was so warm after 10 o'clock like 10.30 just uh, so temperate moderate super nice however a real chance of heat stroke over the next few days right through until Saturday we're going to have temperatures in the 30s but today and tomorrow due to be the hottest. In fact, it'll feel like 30, it will be 37 degrees in Pemby as well over the next two days. So do keep an eye out on yourself and other people with signs of heat stroke, heat exhaustion, because although the lake will be a great place to cool off and the River of Golden Dreams potentially too, it's a place where you get a lot of sun exposure as well. So wear hats, sunscreen, drink lots of uh, fluids, <laughs> not the ones that dehydrate you. <laughs> and yeah, be, be careful of that. There are some areas as well that uh, you can use to take heat breaks, like uh, cool AC environments such as the Whistler Public Library, Meadows Park Sports Centre, and Whistler Community Social Services as well. And their hours are online for you to check that out. But yeah, gorgeous. And you know what this is bringing to you? A little bit of hope. After chatting with Dale Mickelson, the president of Walker last week, about the potential that yeah, Lord of the Squirrels might not open this year. You know, this uh, and the uh, crazy amount of snow still in the Alpine for, yeah, it, it could be good. You know, this uh, this hot weather could melt the snow enough that we will see some Alpine hiking. We'll see. Who knows? But all week it's going to be it's going to be hot, hot, hot. And that heat warning is in effect. So, yeah, sunny. Uh, that does mean, of course, a, a fire risk will be uh, increasing throughout. So, yeah, don't be throwing cigarette butts out too. Be super cautious of your campfires as well. Yeah, I know we're going to get to the elephant in the room shortly, but I do want to talk about the biking that's happening right now. A little update for you because there is a Toonie ride back. Yeah, this week, and that is happening on from the flank down in Function uh, over to like Chipmunk Rebellion and Danimal. And great trail report this week as well from head trail builder Dan Raymond at Walker. And he brings attention to burdock being an invasive species this week. They team are on vacation, however, a much deserved vacation. So, uh, yeah. Um, but they did get a donation of cedar that they wanted to mention from John Dietrich. Uh, and they've been putting up a lot of signage, 215, in fact. But really cool from Walker is the opportunity for you to actually name a trail. This is members, four members of Walker, child and adult members. You'll remember 
if you heard Dale's interview in the local lounge on Friday, that about 20% of the community have Walker memberships, despite potentially <laughs> a lot more than that part, uh, than 20% of the population or around population using the trails. And every dollar helps with uh, Walker really uh, maintain our trail. Amazing trail network here. So the trail that you can have a chance of naming will be a descent from into the Mystic down a function junction. So get involved online on that one. You can suggest your trail name and the submitter's name and age to info at walker.com. Yeah, super awesome opportunity there. Seeing on trail forks uh, over the past couple of days, the, uh, well, an update to some of the trails being listed as dry, a bit dusty in certain areas, like comfortably numb, considered dusty. A couple of trees down from three days ago on it kill me thrill me and then on some other trails here flashback was pretty well uh, being worked on it's not open it's dry but far out three is in ideal condition if not a little dry from three days ago and as of yesterday somebody asking is it the worst climb trail in whistler uh the cougar mountain fsr that is steep hot buggy loose dusty vehicle traffic oh and yeah overgrown with alders at the top if you want to ride gargamel do yourself a favor and access it via Zanarchy instead. <laughs> uh, but there must have been the person attending to clear the tree from Gargamel. So uh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, along with the fact that, uh, yeah, the, our road conditions are looking pretty cruisy. It's a Tuesday. None of the major local works happening in Whistler that I've got wind of, although... There is an alert on Drive BC about some utility work between Alpha Lake Road and Function and Whistler K Drive and a potential lane closure in both directions on Highway 99. And that's right through until the end of the week on Friday. So potential for some areas to be getting some road work, not seeing it this morning or yesterday on my drive. But yeah, maybe, maybe just keep your eyes peeled for that. And yeah. Uh, I get, yeah, no burning cars today in Blueberry. I know the elephant in the room. I hope that if you were involved in any way, or even if you weren't, that you are doing okay after the shooting on Sunday. A lot of people were shaken up. A lot of businesses voluntarily closed after the incident. And luckily, so hard to use that word, but you know, it wasn't a, it was a targeted shooting. It wasn't a mass shooting. We, yeah, like I know there was so much fear at the time. I really tried my best on the radio, having not real, uh, really a protocol for that situation. Uh, there was somebody who kind of said online, you know, like, oh, Mountain FM didn't inform people. And, you know, I really did my best on air. If you tuned in, I kept people regular updated with the information that I had every 10 minutes not and you know like maybe if I'd had the opportunity to send out an alert that would have been great but guess what too busy getting messages phone calls emails like trying to sell for through the reports after getting no word from RCMP because of course they were busy they were doing a high-speed pursuit down the highway and arresting the two two people at least that have been officially charged with murder after the shooting outside of the sundial. You can read more of this online on the Peaks article. And uh, yeah, a huge, huge thank you, by the way, to Taylor Lovering, who was listening to Mountain FM on the day and put up a post saying that, uh, you know, thanks for keeping my cool and informed. And I really try my best. So 
thanks so much for uh, no public lynching on that one. <laughs> uh, and uh, to so many people in the community who uh, who supported me. And really, it was really heart, yeah, heartfelt and touching on a Sunday afternoon when I was decompressing. Luckily got to see Sarah McLaughlin at Squamish Constellation Festival. So now I feel like a, a very Canadian, having never seen Sarah McLaughlin live. It was a beautiful evening, a fantastic festival. So thrilled I got to partake in that. And it was a really great distraction after what was a heavy day for many, many people. I really do want to give a heart felt thanks to all our first responders who continually d- deal with you know tragedy on our sea to sky highway but in a really unusual situation our RCMP our health clinic our firefighters doing such amazing work let alone paramedics I really don't want to miss anybody you know um, responding in a, in a really difficult situation but they do it continuously you know we have such amazing first responders in our community so a huge heartfelt thanks to them you know, I would just try my best in a tough spot and that's all there is to it. So really lucky. Um, I think it gave all of us a bit of a perspective on just, you know, how lucky we are to to not be involved in, in gang violence and live the privileged lives that we do in our beautiful mountain town, to be honest. Yeah. Um, so uh, I hope you're doing good and take your time. Take your time, honestly. Hmm. What's happening this week? Well, uh, the Community Book Club is doing their virtual meeting tomorrow and they are currently reading reading Arsenic and Adobo by Mia Manansala and next month they are going to be reading by Thomas King, Indians on Vacation. So you can get a head start on that by getting a copy at the library or a discounted copy from Armchair Books. You'll get a 15% discount when you receive, when you mention the book club. And for the month of September, oh, that's crazy, (laughs) Uh, getting that far ahead of ourselves, July's flying by, hey, The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett will be the book chatted about. So what else is happening this week? There's a beach party at Mojo's happening tonight, yeah, 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 as of 8 p.m. And then also happening tomorrow, actually, the Whistle Racket Club is going to be Alphabet Soup's monthly drop-in program, and it's the Whistle Rainbow Connection between 5 and 6 p.m. there. Uh, Lots of activities happening uh, too with that, so it's uh, super awesome. Uh, That has been happening at the library a lot, but Whistle Racket Club hosting tomorrow between 5 and 6 p.m., and then, of course, Thursday, we've got uh, this week's concert starting with Gurdeep Panda coming down. If you've not, uh, yeah, seen any of his um, videos from of him dancing, Bangra dancing in the Yukon, he'll be doing a tutorial, like a dance tutorial as well, happening on Thursday and opening uh, support from The Delicate this week. And, of course, Friday's event too, I'll tell you about on Friday's podcast. But uh, there is a ukulele strum along happening at the library on Friday, FYI. I'll let you know that. And of course, the yoga at 9am at Robagliardi Park. But not just that coming up, there has been a call out for volunteers for the 11th annual Flagstop Theatre and Arts Festival that's happening August 1st through 6th, starting yeah, at the end of the long weekend. And it's going to be happening at Rabagliati Park, along with Wayside Park, and of course, on the Points Floating Stage, opposite Wayside Park on Alter Lake. And if you want to volunteer and get involved, you can. There's going to be lots of pop-up performances and a really awesome schedule. So uh, get involved. You can get in touch on their website, thepointartist.com. 
uh, to do that. So for those of you wondering, did paddle the River of Golden Dreams yesterday with great friend Sarah Ward, who did lose her middle long fin on her paddleboard. But guess what? Somebody found it. Absolutely amazing. It is bright white. And even though the river after 19 Mile Creek uh, joins it is chilly. (laughs) You might want to dip in it today and warm up because it's going to be so hot. But yeah, do look out for hypothermia. It is really cold in there. So awesome that um, Dune Doyon found her fin. That's fantastic. So awesome props there. Quite a few things hidden in the river yesterday. There were actually some uh, full Stellas and Coronas at the bottom of one point, but we couldn't reach them. Maybe maybe we should take a net and do a cleanup. Mm, That's an idea. But uh, the river level, somebody asking yesterday, how is it? I can report that it's pretty prime, absolutely prime. That first section, however, with the lilies, gorgeous, really, really beautiful from Rainbow uh, from Rainbow Park or wherever you're coming from, Alter Lake. However, the section after the portage, that real slow section until you hit 19 Mile Creek is getting shallow. There's a couple little you got to do or or just kind of disembark and get out of and it can be really buggy around that spot too. We saw uh, a lot of people coming down on tours around that portage and it was buggy because they were must have smelled really good. So yeah, the river is running really great and it I've already noticed having paddled it last Wednesday, it's getting shallower. So just an FYI on that, it's pretty prime right now, it's super prime. But yeah, stoked you found your fin there. Uh, saw a really lovely post just yesterday pop up on uh, the uh, I can't really give it away because it's happening on Friday something I'll mention on Friday's podcast perhaps or just after it maybe on the radio but uh, yeah somebody trying to do a lovely thing for their mum in Pemberton super cool uh, I was really bummed to miss the Game of Thrones Let's Get Quizzical at Tapley's last week. However, um, they, they, yeah, it was your last chance and the last chance to become a quiz champion until August 24th. That's because Stash is taking a much deserved break. So at a boy Stash and team, yeah, the next Let's Get Quizzical will be on August 24th. And something I really want to share this morning that popped up from yesterday, because concussions, I've had so many friends who have really been affected by concussions. And Megan Sutter at Peak Training Whistler is actually, um, has a blog series coming out with uh, managing concussions. And the the kinesiologist Mackenzie, uh, who's a resident concussion specialist with, I guess, Peak Training, has been releasing blogs and information. So um, yeah, there's a new concussion blog out you might want to look into or or suggest to friends who suffer and have suffered with concussions a really good resource there so wanted to share that as well as a couple birthdays oh yeah brian hockenstein's birthday is today happy birthday brian mark de david's or de david's i should say birthday to mark i hope you have a terrific day and there's a few others on the radar too well it was reuben bennett's birthday yesterday charlotte burford's too ains conway's birthday is coming up tomorrow laura coverdale who is out on the pacific coast trail like how amazing is that like whoa 
Yeah, Ginger McIntyre's birthday coming up. Rory Porter's too in a couple days. Happy birthday to you, Rory. Dom Rapson, as well as Hannah Kitchen. Colin D. Watt's birthday is coming up on uh, uh, Thursday as well. So lots of people uh, to wish a very happy birthday. Happy birthday. And more coming our way on Friday. So let's give you some wicked throwback facts by Stinkies on the Stroll. This one blew my mind, read I read it, that back in 2017, on July 26th, three live King Cobras were found inside potato chip cans by customs officials in Los Angeles. That's gnarly. (laughs) Oh boy. Um, It is Mick Jagger's birthday today. Great opportunity to listen to the Stones, I'm sure. On this day in 1903, Horatio Nelson Jackson as well as Sewell K. Crocker and a bulldog named Bud, completed the first automobile trip across the U.S. That was from San Fran to New York in a two-cylinder Winton. And it took them 63 days, 12 hours and 30 minutes. They completed it on this day in 1903. Amazing, hey? Mm. Also, the fact that in 1803, 100 years earlier, the Surrey Iron Railway, arguably the world's first public railway, opened in South London, bruv. Yeah, I know. Awesome facts for you here. Jimi Hendrix played his last show in his hometown of Seattle on this day in 1970. If you didn't know that, uh-huh. Peter Gabriel was number one with Sledgehammer on this day in 1986. And Sledgehammer, as of 2011, was the most played music video in the history of MTV. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, you do now. You're welcome. Uh, another one here from uh, for the Brits. Uh, yeah, because I do remember watching Top of the Pops. And the final edition of Top of the Pops was recorded on this day in 2006. They did reworks of Spice Girls, Madonna, say reworks. They revisited classic performances uh, alongside, yeah, the Rolling Stones, who were the very first band to appear on Top of the Pops on New Year's Day back in 1964. But it was hosted by Jimmy Savile. I mean, I don't really want to talk about it. No, no, that's bad. Uh, Yeah, amazing, right? And it's Stormzy's birthday. Uh, Hey, yeah, I've been loving a couple of the tracks from his latest album. Yeah, some real uh, gaudy stuff too. But yeah, Stormzy, it's his birthday today. Awesome. And the track of the day is not a Stormzy track, however. No, it's, uh, well, I've been loving some material from Splendor in the Grass over the past couple of days. <laughs> Mud is insane. Yeah, it made uh, Squamish Constellation Festival really look so civilized. But from Indie, uh, Indie Act out of Sydney, Horsky and Hope Taller, who's been one of the track of the days on the podcast before. They've got a collab. It's mostly Horsky and Hope Tyler features, but it's uh, his track One Minute. And I'm into it. It's a little jam, nice poppy number, easy listening, good for the drive. And uh, speaking of driving, do you know how, uh, how flat earthers travel? On a plane. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay. It is high. It's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Stay safe, stay cool, and drink lots of hydrating liquids. And uh, I'll chat to you Friday morning. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting, and apres needs.